All right. Well, welcome back to the Temporal Eternal podcast. We are so glad you're joining us again today. This might be your first time or this might be your 23rd time because this is episode 23, which is crazy. We uh, finally got over the hump, which they say the first hump's like around like 10 or 12. And um, I think like 75, 80% of podcasts don't make it to episode 20. So we have overcome that by a couple, which is pretty, pretty sweet. Uh, the Temporal Eternal podcast is all about where we discuss how to live for eternity in our relationships, ambitions, and time. And uh, today we have a couple special guests, and they're actually from, they actually have their own podcast, uh, both uh, just ministry minded men and just incredible guys, uh, Malachi Anderson and Adam Pilota. And their uh, podcast is This Is What We Came For podcast. podcast. Uh, they are friends of ours. Uh, we have uh, kind of caught some uh, glimpses and clips of their podcast as well and just what they're doing. Uh, I even told Adam one time, hey, I I'm stealing one of your topic ideas because that was so dope. And then we did it like a couple weeks later. I was like, that's a really good idea. So I uh, just want to say what up to you guys, Adam, Malachi. How are you guys doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing so well, glad man. to be I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having us. And, you know, we've we've watched your podcast multiple times and it's so encouraging what you guys are doing. You know, it's just amazing that how you guys bring out the word of God and you guys are just bold about spreading it or just around the world. And you're not ashamed of what you guys talk about. So thank you for having us. And I love everything about you guys' podcast. Yeah, it's exciting to be on here. I've known you guys for a long time. Uh, Truth be told, you may have stolen one of our This Is What We Came For podcast <laughs> topics, but I've stolen tons of your uh, youth ministry uh, stuff. So, Because that's where we met, in case you didn't know, we met um, the Christian Hills Church Collective Group. For It's basically for people in their 20s. So got to know both of you guys and Matt meeting him for the first time as he's in the shadows today. But love you guys and excited to connect as Donald. You're in Arizona, right? Yeah, I'm in I'm in Arizona, and then you guys are all well. Matt's in Cincinnati, and you guys are in Illinois. So I'm I'm sweating it up right now, but we're we're doing we're in the 90s already. So yeah. wow, we're not we're cooling okay. off we're yeah. in the in the 40s and 50s still. So. Yeah, we're going to like 35 yeah. tonight. So <laughs> I, I'm just waiting for spring to happen, you know. But yeah, because yeah, hey we guys, get like you know, a little taste from the Lord, and then He pulls it back, says, "You guys aren't ready." <laughs> I'm like, "Come on, we're ready. I promise. <laughs> we're yeah. ready." This, this 80 degrees on Saturday, 30 and then 45 today. today. Yeah. <laughs> well, we well we start off with something kind of fun when we have guests on, and it's our our one minute random question. So we're gonna hit you guys up, and we'll what we'll do is Adam, <laughs> we'll, we'll have you answer first, and then Malachi, you're gonna answer right after him. And it's just okay. like as fast as you can, which which it's going to be kind of like a this or that. Which one do you uh, like better? Okay. All right. All right let's All right, go. Bre Brennan, can, Brennan, can you get a minute timer going? You tell me when we're there. Oh, yep. Here All we right. go. You, you tell me when, Brennan. Ready, set, go. Car or truck? Car. Okay, Malachi. Car. Okay, cake or pie? Cake. cake. Okay, hamburger or taco? Taco. taco. Toilet paper, Ooh. over or under? Over. Over. <laughs> Add a movie, candy or popcorn? Candy. Candy. Okay, beachfront home or cabin on the lake? 
beachfront home. My wife would yell at me, beachfront. <laughs> or would you normally do cabin on the lake? I'm going to do what makes my life easier. So it's going to be beachfront. I was going to pin you as a cabin on the lake, too. So that's why I said, okay, dog or cat? Dog. Dog. Easiest choice of my life. 10 seconds. <laughs> Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. YouTube. Mac or PC? P oh, Mac. Mac. Coffee or tea? Coffee, Coffee. by landslide. Time. Awesome. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Appreciate that. Gives people a little window. Um, for all of our cat lovers uh, here, uh, please don't be offended. This is just a question. Don't. Hey, has anyone ever chose similar, Windows? So. Has anyone uh, ever chosen Windows? I don't think so yet. No, we mainly have Mac users. I have. I've yet to have somebody choose uh, Windows or PC. Oh, I hate so. Windows. Mm. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> So uh, today uh, we are actually, a lot of times when we have guests on, uh, we like to really give them the floor, if you will. And uh, typically we'll you know, focus on a couple of things. If, if there's a certain theme that they want to discuss, a topic, if they have a book, something like that, their testimony or their story, or one of my favorite topics is, hey, what's God teaching you lately? What's God showing you? And uh, just, you know, chatting with uh you know adam and and malachi and just kind of going back and forth and, and us messing each other just kind of hearing about it they have some really neat stuff that they want to discuss and actually uh some of it is topics that we really haven't put a lot of focus or time on so when they were kind of sharing just what the lord's teaching them and how how he's growing them in certain areas and and how they're trying to apply these principles i thought man these would be really great topics uh, you know, to focus on and, and to work on. So I think, um, you know, just kind of thinking about it too, we'll probably do one at a time starting out. Um, and then we'll kind of bounce back and forth. So let me pull it up because I think I, I have an idea of which one I want to do first. I think that we should do probably the, your, yours, Adam first, your topic, and then we'll do Malachi's. I think they kind of flow better together. So, um, okay. so, you know, I'll give you the floor, Adam, and then we'll kind of go off that. Okay. Well, but I sent you an Instagram message. Yeah. And anything else you want to add? I mean, Hey, we're, we're hanging out. Okay. Yeah. So something that the Lord's really been showing me is, um, I'm the executive pastor at Lighthouse Church of All Nations in Alsip, Illinois, and I'm dealing with, you know, it's mostly leadership. I think one of my passions as I'm getting older here, I'm 26 now is um, leadership and just how to be a good leader and how um, really to be an effective leader in raising people up because something you've always been real heavy in, Donald, from what I remember, because you, you've preached quite a few sermons to me, is discipleship. And during the pandemic, the past two years or so, and our church has been back in the session, what do you think, Malachi, about a year and a half in person? Yeah, by at least. Yeah, at least. So... But then there were a lot of people who were older who weren't coming to church and a lot of pastors who weren't coming to church. So the 20 to 29 year olds in our ministry were preaching a lot. So we had a lot of um, services where we would have 10, 20 to 29 year olds preach for three minutes. And that was the service. And so we've just really been able to give people the opportunity and something that the Lord has really shown me is a lot of times we have the perspective of when they're ready, we'll give them an opportunity. And we really never know when that ready mark gets hit. 
And sometimes we make people wait years and years and years before they ever touch the pulpit. They ever feel the fire of God preaching. And we've all preached, so we all know what that feels like, the anointing. And just giving people the opportunity to be able to rise to the occasion and be in their safety net in the process. There's so many people who literally got saved in the ministry and then three months later preached their first three-minute sermon. And we would reread their sermon, make sure everything's biblically accurate, kind of disciple them in the process. And I just really believe that when you give young people opportunities, they tend to rise to the occasion. It's one of the best discipleship tools is opportunities. No, totally. And, and there's <clears throat> also... There's a biblical principle to that thought process, right? So you look in Revelation where it says we'll overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, right? So so as we have opportunities as Christians to share our testimony and share what Jesus has done in our life, it really does something. It doesn't it doesn't just transform the people um, and impact the people that you share that testimony with, but it really solidifies the work that God has done is and is continuing to do inside of our lives so that as i share that and bring that forth man i am i am declaring it believing it walking those things out and and really believing the the promises of god and what god has done in my life and that i'm a new creation in christ and the old is gone the, the new is here so it's it's not only you know to me when i when i think about that that principle like it's not only as a as a church as a whole and and we have to you know obviously you have the american church model versus like just the you know let's just church, you know say the new testament church in general but the church as a whole that that's an important principle but also just individually like you're saying adam like it's it's actually crucial uh for people to grow in their faith and and mature it really is oh yeah one of the greatest things i got to see that happened about two months ago we had a younger guy named jack he got saved he got full of the holy ghost and he grew up in a catholic background but now he's filled with the spirit and he got asked to preach by me i really just felt yeah i felt like he had something to say and it was one of those three minute sermons and i'll never forget it was two days before he texted me saying hey pastor adam i got a lot of homework right now um, I have work tonight, and I don't think I'm going to be able to preach. What do you think? And I said, no, you're still preaching. And it was that little push. And let me tell you, I know that sounds mean. He knocked it out of the park. It was one of the best messages I've ever heard. People cheered for him. And it was so powerful because he came from a background where he played sports his whole life, ended up leaving college, couldn't play baseball anymore. And a lot of those athletes lose validation when they can't play sports anymore. And he found it again in the pulpit preaching the gospel. And sometimes I just think we need to push people out there and say, you know, you're going to swim. You're not going to sink. I'm the safety net, but you're going to preach and it's going to be powerful. And it just so blessed me to see him preach a powerful message. Yeah, no. And that that's such an important thing. Like, I think so many times we can look at life and the opportunities we have to minister to other people, whether that's in a church setting or, or outside of the church. And I so agree with that. And I'm like, we, we sometimes, if I reflect on myself, like so many times, uh, even being used by God was 
the result of somebody else saying, hey, you're going to get in, you're going to do this. And, and many times it's like, no, I ain't ready. I ain't going to do that. And we think <laughs> that we have to have like everything perfectly in line, you know, but it's like if you have a heart for the Lord, you're chasing after him and he's called you to do something, whether that's in your workplace, whether that's in church ministry, whether that is chasing after something God has put on your heart. You know, sometimes we need to have those people around us to nudge us in that direction and say, hey, no, just just go for it. Jump in. You're going to do this. It, you know, even if it doesn't go perfectly, at least you are willing to step up and be used by the Lord, you know, because many times, so many times I've seen people, I've seen myself where it's like, wow, I, I would have never thought God, God would have done this through me. And if it wasn't for maybe other people or taking that leap of faith, it, it might not have happened, you know, so that's, that's powerful. Yeah, dude, dude, you're so right. Because, you know, as, as people get presented opportunities, we have to teach them if you're watching on here. You need to take advantage of the opportunities that God gives you because he's only promised that he's going to present it at least one time to you, right? Malachi on here, he's a perfect example of this. When the pandemic started, Malachi really never preached. He might have done like a three-minute sermon. I have watched Malachi in the past two years preach, I would say, 23-minute sermons, two 10-minute sermons. He just preached his first Sunday service this past weekend. He's preached multiple Saturday night services. And it's all because Malachi simply said, you know what, if God's given me the opportunity, I'm going to toughen up and just do it. And, you know, we don't just throw them out there. It was, hey, can you review the message? But an opportunity for a young person these days, it's so invaluable. People just surprise oh, you yeah. with how close they really are to the Lord when you hear what they have to say. Absolutely. So, Donald, if it's okay with you, I'll just jump right into what what the Lord has been teaching me these last couple of months and what the lord has been teaching me is you know stability in faith and faithfulness is really what the lord looks at the most see we go through the go through life and opportunities come like you said adam and you know it's just sometimes opportunities and i know all of us probably know sometimes the opportunity just comes to us because we're there you know it may have been meant for someone else it may have been qualified for someone else but because the lord saw our heart and saw us just in the right place at the right time the opportunity was there and then you know opportunities come to those who are willing and like adam said during the pandemic our 20 to 29 year old ministry was really the ones who walked with our pastor through the pandemic we preached multiple times and, you know, the one thing that the Lord really showed me was you do not have to be qualified for him to use you. You know, we get in this mindset that we have to be qualified to be able to go up and preach. We have to know everything from Genesis to Revelation. We have to know every story throughout the Bible. We have to exegete it the right way. We have to say it the right way. But, you know, the Lord has really been teaching me that he will use the unqualified if he sees a willing heart, you know. What, how I look at it is this, you know, you could have all the masters, all the doctors degrees you want, but it takes one time for the anointing of God to fall on Preach you, Malachi. for you, come on somebody, for you to be able to flow in the anointing God has for you. And especially with, like he was saying, our buddy, Jack, Jack has never preached one day in his life. He's he, before that Wednesday night, he never preached ever before. But because he had, the, he in a sense, he was unqualified to get up there. But because the anointing fell on his life, you immediately come become qualified in God's eyes. And the funny thing is, before we go into some banter back and forth, 
some of us during this pandemic of these 20 to 29 year olds at our church have preached more time more times than people who would go to seminary school get a whole bible degree theological degree and they never get to preach but that's because mm -hmm. stability and faithfulness and you being in the right right place at the right time is when god will use you when he sees your heart no that's really it's really good i i think um a lot of times a a lie of the enemy right that satan will do is is what we kind of talked about earlier right like you're not changed you're not free um even you're not ready you, you can't make a difference and there's all these like just things of fear thoughts of doubt thoughts of insecurity and and in some ways depending on how you're looking at it that's true yeah, i can't absolutely. do that but because the Jesus Christ inside of me, because of the Holy Spirit working through me, it is not me, but it is God working through me as a vessel. Mm -hmm. So I don't yeah. have to have it all figured out. I don't have to be this, you know, this or that. I am just going to be, like you're saying earlier, available for it. And I and I think that, you know, that's that's the number one the number the number one setup is, man, are are you available? Right? Like mm -hmm. are are you available to the Lord? Are you open to the Lord? We we talk a lot about time on this podcast, I think because of the eternity theme, but also because Brent and I and Matt have a habitual struggle of busyness and making mm -hmm. sure that, um, you know, we are kind of lowering the stakes a little bit in our schedule. Like, you know, so the question is, is that something, you know, shoot, full transparency here. Um, I have not been able to give this podcast as much time and energy because I want to post some videos, video clips from our podcast and all, you know, there's a few different things that I want to do. We're going to start doing some spoken words, stuff like that. Just some very creative things, just gospel centered things. And so for the last month, month and a half, I mean, we've been able to do the podcast, but there's been some extra things that I know that I, I need to do and the Lord wants me to do. And I haven't been able to do it. We moved. That was a piece of it. But another piece of it was I have some side clients you know, a side business that I have control over what I take on. And so what ended up happening was I uh, took on some things that I didn't think were going to take as long as they went longer. And so it pushed back all of these things that um, God told me to do. Now, mind you, this doesn't make this podcast does not make me money. Right. And those things do. So I, you know, I do have a family to provide for. But that being mm -hmm. said, we're making intentional decisions. So like, you know, when it comes to that availability, it's not only availability, but it's also awareness. Yeah. Is that busyness and our schedule and our life and our priorities will either take control of our life or uh, we will set up enough structure in our life that we have an awareness of what the Holy Spirit's trying to do, and we have an availability in our schedule to be interrupted by God. Mm -hmm. And so when we don't have those things and the Lord wants to use us, a lot of times we miss it. And even more times, I think sometimes we might not even know it's there. You know, so that's just something, you know, just to challenge people, just to really think about that is like, man, are you, are you putting yourself out there? Are you volunteering at church, you know, at your local church? Are you going consistently to your local church? Are, you know, it, it might not be, and, and mind you too, 
yes, it could be the pulpit, but it might not be the pulpit. It might be kids church. The last last few months, me and my wife has started volunteering in kids church. I've barely done kids church. I've always done youth, young adults, or Sunday morning. I've mainly been on the stage. I've run human videos. I, you know, but now I'm talking to a bunch of kids and I'm loving it, right? Because this is where God's placed me, and this is the opportunity. This is my new pulpit right now that God put me in. Is uh, you know, little punk uh middle school and and uh, elementary school kids so absolutely hey, i love I think... it you know it's not just for me when we're talking about giving people opportunities it's so much more than the pulpit it's it's just an, it's an easy thing to highlight though but yeah i've got to see people become stage managers i've got to see yeah. people work in the parking lot become greeters i've got to see people become so many things that they never thought they could be because the number one thing once you preach you are serving in a ministry and mm-hmm. plugging people in to be able to serve and it's so gratifying to serve the lord and i'm happy that you're doing youth ministry uh i mean you got you got babies so you should be you know what to do <laughs> oh yeah for sure <laughs> and donald i think you hit such a good point when you were talking about sometimes it's not the pulpit and and the biggest thing that i like to tell you know a lot of young people that at our church that come up to me and ask you know, Malachi, how do you get to get on the, you know, preach on the, on stage and things like that? Well, you know, as you were saying, be available. See, God has to make sure you're willing to do things that maybe no one will ever see that you do for him. You know, whether that's picking up trash, stacking chairs, whatever it is. And when he's able to see that you're faithful in doing that, then he knows that you're going to be willing and faithful to do what he really has for you, but he has to test it. And I think you hit it right on the head when you were talking, Donald. One of my uh, favorite stories, you made me think of it. Um, my first year of master's commission was actually here in Phoenix, Arizona. And I was at uh, Phoenix First Assembly, which was uh, the largest Assemblies of God church. I mean, you know, I don't know. I mean, thousands upon thousands. Pastor Tommy Barnett. I mean, it's the fastest growing AG church. I think early 2000s, maybe even the 90s. So this is where Master's Commission was held. And they have this thing called Pastor School, which was this massive pastor conference with thousands of pastors across the country. And so they do like a highlight of ministry and they have like over like 100 ministries at at this church and Master's Commission is one of them. And so, you know, they're doing all these different ministries, women's ministry, the Master's Commission, because we're all extra and crazy. This is a, this is like not as big as, I don't, not as big as CJX's Sanctuary, but pretty, pretty close. Like we have people, um, what's it called? Uh, when you come down with the rope from like up high, what is that called again? Like you know, scaling, like, like you're scaling down. Yeah, but you're going down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, they had, we had people from that. We had people rushing the stage. We had this giant banner that crossed the stage and people would like, like ran through it like a football game. And so it's just like this epic thing. So it ends up finishing out and then um, – I was like, I don't know, I was probably 19 at this point. And I remember like, okay, you know, we're pulling, I'm pulling this giant PVC pipe stuff and like some of the paper's still on it. And I'm pulling it outside because we have to get rid of it and nobody's with me. And I remember walking it all the way down the parking lot. It was like this beautiful starry night, right? Clear skies and walking it all the way to the, the shop uh, and, you know, just kind of tossing it over into the dumpster. And I looked up at the stars and it was the first time I had that moment. And I, and from here on, I, I try to be careful of those moments because I, I do believe like not telling your, your right hand, what your left hand's doing. But for this moment, I, 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 I share it because it's, it's something that challenges me and I hope it, it encourages and challenges others. I looked up and I just thought like, 
this is an arena moment. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people uh, do not have the clear perspective because they go, because a lot of times they, we, we take the, Hey, be faithful with little, be faithful with much. Sometimes it does translate to, Hey, you know, mop and clean and serve. And one day you might preach, but maybe it doesn't. And I think about the scripture where it talks about the great cloud of witnesses. And I think about like, man, that, that might be my great arena moment. It might not be in front of hundreds or thousands of, of people here on earth, but there is a great cloud of witnesses that is watching our life, that the, that the angels of God, that God himself are, are seeing how we are loving other people, are, are seeing how, how we are sharing our faith, how, see, how we're serving and no one sees. Nobody knows that story. I was by myself in a dark parking lot while thousands of people were inside of a church celebrating a conference. And I did it because oh, I, I was just available and ready. But that taught me. I was like, that's where it needs to be. And yeah. so mm. if our heart's not there, then we have to be ex especially uh, careful of the uh, opportunities that are in front of lots of people because then we could yeah. easily lose our perspective. Do, yeah, you're so right. Something that I've really learned the past couple of years is you have to be careful to be competitive with other people i'm so yeah. unconcerned with yeah. how brennan does his life and does his ministry i'm so unconcerned with copying him why would i copy him he has a different house than me a different wife than me a different church he goes to than me why would i try to copy his life i have to focus on what god wants me to do and when people start to understand so the idea of an individual calling then they really start to yeah. find fulfillment in their own life. And that's really what you're hitting on. When people are presented with opportunities, I really believe that's God's sign of that's the path he's trying to pull you down. So many people mm. in the 20 to 29 year old age group always ask, how do I find my calling? And what I always tell them is this, where you're being pulled the hardest. If you're being pulled into youth ministry super hard, there's your sign, go into the youth ministry. But there's people who see someone like Matt Cruz, who's we're bringing him up because he's one of our best friends, all of us, and they see him traveling. So then they want to travel. But the truth is God's not pulling them in that direction. So there's no fruitfulness to that. It's yeah. the individual calling that God has on each and every one of our lives. And it's just a special thing to see people walk that out when they finally get it to click in their mind that God will use them in a very unique way. Well, because, because that calling doesn't just and we got it we got to get this you remember we are first and foremost before we're a royal priesthood right before we're you know an army of god we're god's children right for god yes. to love the mm -hmm. world right so those callings have a dual purpose like the things that god does in us and the things that he he calls us to do yes the purpose is because he knows exactly how to use you if you think about a football team okay this is your this is your position this is what you're good at this is your skill this is how you're built this is how you're wired so we're going to put you in a position so that your greatest potential can be used but not only that god also goes this calling this purpose is going to continue to help you in the process of sanctification and knowing that as you are pursuing that and doing that, that God is working inside of you. And so not only is he concerned about using that to make, do a work in the world, but he's also using that to do a work inside of you. Yeah. Okay. And, and something that's uh, so important in that, like, you know, uh, 
what hurts me i've said i brought this up before it, it hurts me sometimes in a way when i hear people say things like man adam i, I can't pray like you or malachi i can't preach like you you know in mm -hmm. the reminder there it's just like you said donald like we are all children of god like we talk to the same god and so <laughs> he has specific things that he's calling each of us and i think you see the transfer of growth happen and you guys are a perfect example of that uh you know because adam you you've been there for a minute you know and now you've seen malachi in the last year or two in this this kind of growth that has happened through his life and malachi i, I i'm sure there's you know kind of even that transfer it's now happening to other oh. people and so mm -hmm. god does a work in you and you see that growth in a place where you're like, man, I couldn't do that. But you now see God do that through your life. And now you can speak that into somebody else. And it's like, that's what discipleship is. It's a domino effect. It's exactly how Jesus intentionally set that up is say, I'm going to give you something. And when you see that growth in what I am doing through your life, I'm going to have you pass that on to somebody else and help them see that. And that's Good. that's such a key. I mean, that's the body of Christ at work. And that's that's such an important thing that we, we have to remember is that, hey, it it's, there's not this level that I'm on that you you have to get up to. It's like, no, we're we're all in this together. This is for the kingdom and we have to be kingdom minded and we have to build each other up in the kingdom. And that's that's such an important key. And uh, I love just hearing that that from you guys and, and what God is doing through you. Yeah, man, you got it. I mean, there's no big eyes and little U's. That's not how God works out with his kingdom. Mm. And sometimes when you're dealing with young people, they see maybe the, uh, we call it temple care. It's not janitor. It's called temple care at our church. When you see one of those sweet older ladies, like literally 75 years old, she is cleaning that floor like it is the sermon in front of the entire world. It's that important. But yet, that is what God has called her to do, and she does it with excellence. And I believe that the first will be last, and the last will be first, and we get eternal, there we go, plug, eternal rewards in heaven. And I believe her reward will be just as great as T.D. Jakes because that's what God has called them to do. 100%. I, you know, there's a, I've, I'm always a big believer in, you know, obedience is following the blueprint that God has for your life. And so I, I don't know how obedient I will have fully lived until I think eternity and in, in heaven. And I'm going to see kind of all the things maybe I, I missed here and there something really fascinating. And I, I want to say, maybe you said it earlier with you or Malachi, Adam, but um, something really interesting that was said was um, just talking about like the availability. And, and I think it was actually Malachi about like, if, if this is, if somebody's available or, if somebody was there and there's a story that um john bevere talks about in driven by eternity and it was this guy that came to a church and he's sitting in the back of the service and he in uh you know during the during the sermon um he was like crying and um he was trying he was crying throughout the the service and um you know and then you know worship happened a little bit more and, and he's just like at the end of the service people are leaving and he's sobbing and the pastor walks up to him and um, he says, Hey, are you okay? And, and the man um, started crying and, and he said, yeah, God gave me a vision to build this church years ago. And he even had the blueprints on him. And it was like to a T of what that church was and that, um, you know, God, and this is not to make people feel bad or, but it's also to bring the reality of like God's purpose is greater than us and his kingdom is greater than us 
and he can use whoever he chooses to use to fulfill that. And, um, yeah, there's a, there's a reality that the, the vision God's gives you and the dreams God gives you, if it's from God, it's God's. And so if, if we decide not to pursue that, that doesn't mean the dream dies. Um, there's a chance that God gives it to somebody else. You know, you think even the principle, a little bit of Saul and, and, uh, and David, you know, and, and Saul was anointed King and he made some mistakes. So God raises up David, anoints him. He's like, Hey, we're going to look at his heart now. Um, and, uh, and I think that's a, that's a really key principle and something, um, I've shared a few times on this podcast that I want to make sure, and I know we'll kind of do some last thoughts too from, from you guys, um, is, uh, for, for me, the reason I left ministry in master's commission, one of the things they always preach was don't let your talent take you where your character can't sustain you. And, and for me, I got to a place where I was in ministry and I was very talented and I had a lot of awesome, awesome opportunities, but my character wasn't there and my relationship with God wasn't there. And I was falling into sin and I was, I just had lost perspective and I just, I wasn't part and busyness was part of it and sin was part of it. And just like, and, uh, me finding fulfillment more in people and, and, and the church congregation then finding fulfillment in God and, and more and more. I, and that's why I had to step away from ministries. I said, Hey, I gotta, I have to reset and I have to recalibrate to what this is all about. And so that would be my encouragement for everyone today is uh, don't like, no matter what the opportunity that God has for you, just go after it. And, and also make sure you're focusing on, Hey, do I have the right intentions, Lord? Do I have the right heart for this? Let me do this for your glory and not my glory alone. Let me make sure that that my relationship you, with you, Jesus, is prioritized more than any opportunity. And so I think that, you know, that is something that I would um, just say is just is is making sure that we focus on on the Lord and making sure that um, as we focus on the Lord, that you know, for, out of the abundance of that, out of the you know, the cause in effect, you know, opportunities will come and then dig in and focus on the Lord. Because if you don't, what happens to me is you start to slowly drift away and the opportunities become your God. The, the preaching, the, 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 your talent becomes, uh, what, you know, people's affirmation of you becomes more important than what it's all about. You know, it, it's about Jesus. Yeah, 100%. I, one thing I've always tried to remember is the parable of the talents. And that what that parable basically teaches is God gives you a level of responsibility, sees what you can handle. And then once you have shown him you can handle it, he brings increase into your life. But if your personal walk with the Lord is not strong enough, you will not be able to handle that level of responsibility. And that's really where God comes in as Abba, Father, you know, some people will say, Daddy God, I'm not big on that. I always tease my father-in-law for saying, Daddy God. Malachi's laughing because that's his uncle. But um, that's where God comes in as a father because he goes, I don't want to put too much on you, so I'm going to let you walk it out with what I've given you already. And God is so gracious to just be able to have that gentle push into serving him, Donald. But he's always most concerned about strong personal relationship when there's no crowd, yep. there's no camera to work, there's no podcast to be on. He's always concerned with, is your heart you right yep. towards me? Mm -hmm. That's good.
but uh but yeah final thoughts uh for everybody as as we kind of wrap up the podcast today brennan malachi i know adam said something right there but any final thoughts from just our overall discussion i would say if whoever's watching or listening today that if you have the desire to be used by god and you find yourself in a place where as we talked about where you feel like you're in that position to be used just know that as Adam just said, you know, God looks at your heart first, you know, are you doing it for your personal will, your personal gain, your personal ambitions, or are you willing to put all of that aside, whether it's traveling, whether whatever it is, and be willing to walk in the calling that God has for you. And if you find yourself in that position where you are willing to do God's will and put your wills aside, I just want to encourage everyone today that if that's the case, God will use you tremendously for his kingdom. Yeah, and I think that so many times we let the past or maybe the missed opportunities or the mistakes be the thing that actually holds us back from pursuing those things God is giving us opportunity mm-hmm. in now. And I just encourage you guys today too, if if you feel that God is, is pulling you towards something, if he's wanting to do something through your life, if he's wanting you to use you to speak into somebody's life uh, and you've already unqualified yourself, uh, that's not mm-hmm. what God wants for you. He doesn't want you to hold on to, that's what grace is. He, he has set you free from those things and use the past things that maybe we said no to or we missed um, or we've made the mistakes. Use them as a lesson, but understand that God's grace has allowed you to move forward in him in freedom. Uh, and he wants you to chase after those things that he's called you to for right now, for today, moving forward. And so don't let the the past things be the thing that makes you say no to what God wants to do through you right now, today in your life. And uh, recognize his grace. He's given you that opportunity and chase after it. And so, yeah, I don't know for, for whoever that is for uh, just to chase after that. And uh, yeah, not let your, your past be the thing that holds you back. That's good. Um, okay, I'll just end it with my with two little <laughs> points here um, that fall on both sides of the spectrum. Because as Donald was saying, we can get so service minded that we neglect our personal walk with the Lord. But then there's mm-hmm. also a side of it where you don't want to ever bench yourself just because of self condemnation. There are times where you need to take a step back and focus on the Lord. But I've watched a lot of young people make silly mistakes and say, you know, Pastor Adam, I don't think I'm ready to preach. And I go, well, did you ask for forgiveness? They go, yeah, I did. I go, well, then you're qualified. Go preach. And it's it's little things. You guys know what I mean. You can beat yourself up over silly stuff sometimes. But Jesus is so forgiving. So don't bench yourself just because you messed up because you're never going to get it right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you get yeah. born again. You think you're going to be perfect. I hate to break it to you, but it's not going to happen. You're going to mess <laughs> yeah. up and get up. But the important thing is you get up again. And then yeah. also... Don't ever lose the sanctity or the blessing of serving. You got to understand, yes, God is your father. Yes, he's a friend that's closer than a brother. Yes, he's a counselor, but he is God almighty. And when you get to serve him and he opens up opportunities, what a blessing for the temporal eternal podcast that God would open it up, that he would bless you with the equipment. Donald, I saw he blessed you with a new MacBook. You have the dual screen monitor set up. People don't realize, but that's a $299 sure microphone. But yeah, God supplied the need so that that reach people. And we should never forget 
what a blessing it is to serve and to watch yeah. God walk us through. It's the commission two people walking together, us and Jesus. Come on, preach. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Well, we'll leave it at that, man. I know I usually have like a, a fourth fourth message after that, but I think these guys really just <laughs> nailed it home. So um, they did. Thank, thank, thank you, fellas, again for joining the podcast. Once again, um, Malachi and Adam have their uh, podcast called This Is What We Came For podcast. Really check it out. Uh, I, what I love about their podcast is it's, uh, you know, Christ center, but they, they also, uh, talk about a lot of like stuff going on and going on in culture and the news, which is very fascinating conversations that I, I know we don't get super into here. Um, but they, they kind of tackle those things. So it's, it's very fascinating, but check them out. Thank you ag again, guys, uh, for joining us and, um, for all of our listeners and viewers, once again, make sure you subscribe. Uh, on YouTube, follow us on all of our social channels, and we are on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and hope you guys have a blessed week. Continue to keep eternity at the forefront of your mind, and we'll see you all next week.